1: Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
2: Hello and welcome back to Rams Talk, the preview show. We're looking forward to Peterborough away this weekend. As we know, a tough place to go, but a good away day. Joining me today is Sam from the Yellow Block to preview the game. Sam, how are you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. How are you, Jamie? Yep. Yeah. I'm very well. I'm not looking forward to Saturday. We don't tend to do, to, in my memory, it's either raining or we lose or just something happens at Peterborough away. So uh, yeah, hopefully we can change our fortunes.
3: We we have developed, haven't we, a bit of a habit of meeting each other very early in the season over the and at London Road very early in the season over the past few seasons. So yeah, it's, it's started to be a fixture, hasn't it, that's got a little bit about it because of the the late goals and stuff and I didn't appreciate but I was looking at your your squad list and you've got so many ex-posh players like some have obviously very very little past posh experience like Scott Loach who'd made about five or six <laughs> appearances but then you know obviously Mendes Lang and Connor Washington and uh, Callum Elder was on loan for us for a season um, and obviously Joe Ward who you signed in the summer So so yeah lots of familiar faces in the squad. Yeah, that's it. Let's just
2: hope they know where the goal is, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean great memories of of London Road, the older way ends. That had such a good acoustic and, you know, I think of recent years we've we've not done in my eyes not done as well as we probably can do at a uh, London Road. So hopefully um yeah, performance is is obviously better on Saturday. Just want to talk to you, I guess, about Peterborough, how the season started so far. But I guess just wanted to start by touching on the obviously the playoff campaign last year. Um And I think it was okay. Joe Ward for me that uh, that was when the pendulum swung for me, when he committed that foul and gave away the the uh, the penalty. And now he's obviously he's left the club. Um Has there been a hangover? I look at the table, your, your joint top with your rivals, Cambridge United. It, it doesn't appear that there's a hangover there. Is that fair to say?
3: Um, It's. It's it's a bit of a weird one, to be honest, um, you know, the feelings at this stage of the season, because I think it's fair to say that they've done better from the opening four games than a lot of fans were predicting. Um, you know, it's I, still such crushing disappointment and, and emotion when thinking about how last season ended with the playoff defeat and you know in the headlines for all the wrong reasons and everyone's talking about it being one of the greatest playoff semi-finals ever and obviously all us posh fans are thinking it absolutely is not um uh, and then sort of all the st- stories across the back end of last season and over the summer about all the finances at the club and we're in a bit of bother with um with owing some investors in canada significant sums of money um according to you know some of the reports that have been out there and you know, everyone preparing for a season where it will just be about survival and we'll lose some of our big names and not really get any other big names in. You know, and as we sit here and chat today, we've still got Johnson Clark-Harris. We've still got Ronnie Edwards. And whether that's because we're holding out for more money than we're going to get for them, um, whether it's because people are putting lower bids in, you know, knowing a bit about our financial situation, um, or, or whether it's because we're just, you know, happy to sit it out for now. You know, we've got those two very good players at League One level still in the squad. We've signed a great player in in Collins from Exeter, who who's put in some great performances so far early this season. And you know, on paper, we've had some some tricky games with with Reading away, with Barnsley away, with with Charlton at home. And we've slipped up in what was on you know on paper arguably the easiest, Northampton away. Um, and I don't know Barnsley have slipped a bit, so, so maybe that result wasn't as good as we thought. I'm not quite sure. Obviously, it's far too early to, to go into too much analysis on that. But, you know, you know, I think a lot of people were predicting around mid-table. I made a prediction on the yellow block pod that we'd finished eighth. And that was probably one of the more optimistic predictions for this season. And then we've had a, you know, won the first three and, and lost at the weekends. But we have been here before with Posh. We, we often have quite good Augusts, okay September's. That, because of the good August, still make us look in a good position. And then, sort of from late October onwards, we it starts to go downhill. So you know we're you, you never make bold predictions after a few games anyway. We particularly don't as Peterborough fans because of how we've been burnt in the past. But yeah, we're we're obviously we're obviously happy, happy with the start. um and and we've been playing some good football in the process as well, you know, away at Barnsley, one 0 down, and some of the football we played was phenomenal. So, you know, I really don't think people were expecting that. So, yeah, we sit here quietly happy with with how it's gone so far, but, you know, not getting too excited because we have been here before and it's not particularly worked out well across the whole season.
2: Yeah, exactly. I think Derby fans always feel the same way as well. We win a couple of games, but we can't get carried away because there's always a situation like, what happened on Saturday to, to Peterborough. What a bizarre way to lose a, a game. Um, just a nothing ball into the air. And I think if he did it maybe a hundred more times, it would never end up where it, where it did. Um, an absolute kind of carnage in the stands as well. But it looked like it had nil-nil written all over it. Really kind of poor game from seeing some of the reviews. Um, and then that's just, you know, that's the sucker punch at the end. Um, do you feel... Like that has potential to happen a, a couple more times this year when you're playing that level of opposition. Are they did they drag you down to their their kind of quality? Because you said there that you would played some good good football against Barnsley. We
3: we were on top really. Um, I mean we have a very good record against Northampton. Um, I know obviously Cambridge are our Cambridgeshire rivals, but depending on when you grew up, when you were born. To many, Northampton is the main rivalry, especially as we played them more often than we have Cambridge over the past 20, 25 years. And we have a really good record over them over recent years. We've not really been, well, not even dropped points. You know, we we win against them quite often. So it was an unusual experience in that regard. And yeah, I mean, the goal for, you know, so far out on the right wing and then hooking it with your left foot, just nothing. And Balakovich has been a really good keeper. You know, it's not often we buy keepers, and, and he's been a good find, you know, arguably man of the match against Reading first game of the season and some, some more good performances since. So, you know, it was a real blip in in what's been a promising start from from him. But you're right, it looked like it was going to be gonna be nil-nil. I think what Saturday's game highlighted was that that Darren Ferguson made substitutions when it was 0 nil three of them with about 15 minutes to go. And I don't think he needed to because we were on top. Whether he felt he needed to freshen things up, but what it highlighted is that we weren't as good at that point, and, and after that point, and the squad depth maybe isn't there, and and that might be where some of the things I was saying earlier, um, with some of the financial concerns and and people's concerns about where we'll finish, it might be that you know on you know our starting eleven is is as good as anyone's, but it's the depth from the bench where we're not able to turn games or. Um, you know, either where we're behind or where we're on top and, you know, late on trying to trying to wrestle a goal and um, that, you know, if we get a couple of injuries perhaps or, or whatever, that might be where we come unstuck this season.
2: Yeah, when I think of Peterborough, I mean, the times that, that we've played Peterborough and, and seeing Peterborough results, you've always had something off the bench. I think it was um, someone off the bench that scored in the 2-1 win for you last time out. Was it Dembele?
3: Is that right? Oh, it, in, in the championship season at the start? I think, I'm not yeah. too sure, but I remember yeah,
2: it being a sub off the bench and me just being I, completely uh, amazed that he wasn't starting, to be honest, because he completely changed the game when he when he came on.
3: Yeah, I think if memory serves, both Dembele and Burrows came off the bench and they scored both the goals, obviously deep into stoppage time, Dembele's, and he wasn't starting because I think he was rumoured for a move away at that point. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he yeah, that was that was that was a special game. And then obviously last season it was later in the season, wasn't it? And yeah, and we won we won that game and obviously proved to be crucial because we pipped you to the post on the last game of the season with the playoff. So I completely forgot about that when I was saying earlier about how the games had a bit of um, a bit of spice to it because we've been in the same league, went down together, and obviously when we've played each other, it's either been the start of the season or the February game where you won one nil late on, there's been the late goals. So yeah, there's been it's it, it's taken on a bit of um, yeah, a bit of importance, hasn't it? Hasn't it, Posh Derby? For sure. Yeah, no, definitely.
2: We've also mentioned Clark Harris. Is he the danger man at the moment? Tell us about Clark Harris this season.
3: Yeah, I mean, he he scored against Barnsley to, to get off the mark. And I think where Posh fans are with, with Clark Harris is, I mean, I don't know, Jamie, how much you watched of the second leg against Sheffield Wednesday in the playoffs. But it was probably one of the most shambolic and disgraceful performances from a captain um, that we've ever seen. Um, didn't run, didn't control the ball, didn't fight, didn't show any desire. At least that was what it was like looking at it from, you know, from the TV perspective. And I think everyone in the ground at Hillsborough was was saying the same. It was it was an appallingly disgraceful performance. Um, Many expected him to be gone over the summer. Not not because of that, but you know he's been here a few years, scored some good, go- scored a lot of goals, and is in the final year of his contract. So you know he still might go. The fact he's here, you know, it'd be great if we if we keep him because he, he's a he's a lethal player at League One level. His record speaks for itself. So you know, fair play to him that he's still you know putting in the performances and showing that commitment. Um, and good to see him get off the mark. So yeah, he'll always be a threat at this level. Um, Ephraim Mason Clark's been handed the captain's armband from Clark Harris, and again he's a danger man. You know, first season with us last year, and really grew into it. And back end of the season, picked up in terms of goals and assists, and his general contribution moving forward. And we're expecting similar from from Poku as well. So kind of those those three at the at, at the front. Um, is is kind of where the where the danger lies there's a player we've got called joel randall who we signed a few seasons ago from exeter and it's it's really not worked for him injuries failed to settle hasn't played many minutes at all and You know, behind the scenes, the sort of media team have really been trying to put him up as a poster boy and get him
0: back. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football in
3: people's thoughts. And you know, it's been quite a clear and targeted marketing campaign. And to be fair, he's responding and he's showing a bit of a glimpse of why we paid the money for him. So um, if he continues, then then that'll be good. And, and that means we've obviously got quite a few options who can cause problems.
2: Yeah. And I guess Peterborough, for me, going down the years, you've always had that talisman up front from even the days of, Mikhail smith um, yeah. McLean, you know, all of these players are Sombolonga down the years. It, it just feels that uh, Peterborough, maybe it's that stadium, maybe it's the shirt, maybe it's the city, you never really know. But they get the best out of those kind of forward players. And like you say there, I mean, Johnson Clark-Harris for the last couple of seasons has been superb. And I know I'd love him in in this Derby team. But then again, if he's gonna put in the performance that he did, like you said there against uh Wednesday, then then potentially we'll uh we'll keep the ones we've got for now. Yeah, um
3: yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> obviously Dwight Gale was one of ours as well, went on to play in the Premier League. Ivan Tony too, and you no, know, he's not yeah. playing at the moment, but of course got his England debut. So, you know, obviously we've had some less good signings in that time but I think you know we have a pretty good record of, of getting players and getting big money for them and progressing their careers that's of course a downside because people come and they think we're just going to be a stepping stone onto the next thing but I think that's when it comes down to the mentality of the player um, and not just seeing us as a stepping stone knowing that they'll put in a good couple of years and and that commitment and Ivan Tony summed that up in bucket loads so yeah, it's nice that that's how we're perceived by other fans—that we've got this reputation for for having that firepower up front. And you know, that's not over two or three years now. That's sort of going back fifteen odd years. So yeah, it's nice that we have that reputation. It's certainly a certainly a good thing. For sure,
2: has Ferguson changed anything in style of play from from last season to this season? In in your mind?
3: Not really. He's always a believer of, of obviously playing progressive, free flowing football. Um, I mean unusual, obviously we started the season with two clean sheets, two one 1-0 wins, which which isn't very Fergie like. Um, so no, he's he's pretty, he's pretty consistent and, and, and true to to his style and, and, and how he likes to play football with the sort of one up top and the three in behind and and trying to use that pace. So um yeah, he he's 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 not really changed too much to be honest. He he is someone who is just a a safe pair of hands really for us at at league at league one level as well, so um yeah, it's a sort of a comfortable familiar relationship, so I'm sure he'll you know he'll bring out the best of those players through the course of the season,
2: yeah, for sure and you said there earlier that eighth for you was the prediction. Have aspirations changed amongst the fan base in the first three games? I know we can't judge, like we said earlier, we can't judge anything. But what do you feel is the fan base's kind of aspirations for this year? Do you think if if you've got a playoff place, that would be a, a massive success?
3: What are you expecting? Playoffs would be a, a massive success. I think having predicted eight, it doesn't change my mind at the moment. Um but as I said earlier, that was probably one of the more optimistic predictions out there. So, I think some have predicted us to be as low as sort of fifteenth or sixteenth, and a lot have predicted around mid-table. So maybe for those people, it has slightly shifted a little bit. But as I said, I think we've been here too many times before with a positive August to, you know, to to be wildly changing any of our predictions. Um, but I don't, I don't know what you 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 guys think, but. You know, last season, at the start of last season, we were thinking, OK, we think we've got a better squad, but in a tougher season than the season we went up in the COVID year. But this yeah. season, sort of looking at the teams and and obviously part of it, you go on the, the, the history and the heritage, which you, which you can't really do. Um, but, but you do look at the squads as well in the signings and you think, well, there are real opportunities here. There's, there's no, I mean, at the start of the season, people were talking about Bolton. Obviously, quite a lot, and and yourselves were, were highly fa- fancied as the top two. Obviously, Wigan have done really well despite the points deduction; already made that up, so so they come back into the frame when maybe they weren't for others um, before. But yeah, there's sort of there's real opportunity, I think, for for a couple of teams to to surprise people. Yeah,
2: no, I definitely agree. And and you look at the top of the table, and Cambridge United are sitting on top currently. I mean, that probably sums up the the league at the moment given that they lost so many players over the summer um you know we all know about the barnsley story so far this season as well so yeah i think for a neutral it's proven to be quite a, an interesting league and i guess at christmas time we may see a little bit more but i do agree there may be a, a bit of a surprise at the, at the top end of the table um I guess for you, you hope it's not Cambridge United and and it's Peterborough. That was the worst. <laughs> that
3: was the, that was that was what was what made it such a crushing weekend. Um, <laughs> that you know we lost with a weird weird goal in injury time to one rival, which meant that our other rival went top above us. So it was just yeah, not 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 a great Saturday. I mean, football. You put it in perspective. You know, it's not not the end of the world, but it was you know. Mildly amusing, if if we can ever use that term for for such a situation. That that yeah, it just that one goal sent us off the t- off the top. Cambridge replaced us and Northampton get get three points, and you know you can imagine all the comments then that come in. Probably, on, <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Well, rivals. I guess I'd love to have a rival in our division. I mean, our rivals are probably Burton Albion at the moment, rather than rather than Forest. So uh, yeah, um,
3: you've got you've got a couple at this level. So so enjoy it. Yeah, um, we... Stephen is, is not far away. Leighton Orient yeah. isn't a million miles away either. So it is a it is a good league for us this year. Yeah, and at least you won your derby against Burton. Then you know. Yeah, yeah
2: there you go. And that was probably our most convincing win of the the season, which feels quite ironic because yeah, we we never seem to do well there, which is which is quite strange. But again, I guess sums up the topsy turvy nature of this league so far. Um, what what weaknesses do you think Derby could potentially exploit on Saturday, Sam?
3: Uh, well, I mean, how how have you been playing Underwood this season?
2: <laughs> well, there's the question. Not right. very well, in all honesty.
3: Is he is he been quite consistent, or has he changed it sort of after the opening day and, and being better again? Well, we started with a three at the back. We've obviously brought in experience in Curtis Nelson,
2: Sonny Bradley, which I don't think they've hit the ground running. Um, at all, we've obviously had some injuries as well, which I think's forced his hand. With Max Bird, probably our most you know pivotal player being being injured, so uh, a lot of people are debating about what the shape was at the weekend. Some say it was a three, some say it was a four. But I think we had players back in their more natural positions. Mendes Mendes Lang um, wide, which you know that's that's where he needs to be. Um, but yeah, I mean it's we've not set the world alight. We've definitely not kind of earned that
3: favourite for the league, you know, Yeah. campaign. Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds like it's very much which Derby turns up on Saturday then, but I think I'd always be wary of of Mendes Lang. It does seem that former posh players seem to raise their game against us, but I'm sure every fan of every club will will say that because that player's got a little bit more to prove. So, um, does he generally play right or left these days or mix it up, Mendes Lang? he was on the right. I'd have to have have a
2: look and uh, get it. it I think he's on the right.
3: So I suppose that might be a concern. He's, so our left back at the moment is Harrison Burroughs, who's traditionally been further forward. Um, But he, he can defend. It's just not when he's come through the academy, how he's played. He's played further forward. So um, however some fans think he's he's never a left winger he is a left back so he's a bit undivided in terms of what people think so that could be an interesting battle of Mendes Lang and his experience and pace and, and strength up against Burrows but but then you know I, I remember in the championship season when we played QPR and Burrows marked Albert Adoma out of the game and you know what a player he is at that level so so he can do it so, um, but it'll be an interesting battle perhaps and um, yeah, maybe with Bird not around, that that midfield will be interesting because we do have strength there with Collins and Kipriano, The way they've anchored that midfield so far, um, uh, so so that that will be an interesting interesting one. And of course, you know the experience of, of Nelson and, and Bradley up against Clark Harris. I mean, Nelson and Bradley are two great signings, but I remember being really impressed with Cashin. He played his debut at pride park in that february game in the championship and i thought oh what an opportunity this is because you had so many defensive injuries and he was he was phenomenal so i think i think it might be quite a nutritional game on on saturday
2: yeah no i agree and finally i guess the the killer question what's your prediction for the game like you said earlier it's had a lot of uh drama over the last couple of years there's lots of stories there with ex players coming back to the club
3: what's your heart saying what's your head saying i guess well my heart will always say a win <laughs> <it'd> be boring <laughs> if we always predict our teams wouldn't it so i am going to go for a one all draw what about you yeah uh,
2: i said one all on the the preview sorry the review pod that we did on sunday so i'm going to stick with that i think that'll be a good result for us actually and then we've got to go to, to Bolton away and, and try and do something similar. So, yeah, if we can get, I mean, if we can get four points out of the next two, I'd, I'd uh, yeah, I'd definitely take that. But let's see what happens. As we've said, it's probably going to be a game that's going to have a few um, storylines, hopefully some hopefully some goals. Um, <laughs> I'd, ta- I'd definitely take... The Northampton goal at the weekend, if that's, <laughs> uh, if that's on offer. Um, yeah, one I'm please, sure. no, that's a, the
3: that's a, <laughs> one in a 10-season kind of goal, that is.
2: Very true, very true. Well, Sam, thanks so much for joining us on the preview show. Hope you enjoy the game on Saturday. If you did enjoy this, please do let us know. Get in touch on any socials. Um, like us, 5 Star, on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. We'll be back on Sunday reviewing the Peterborough game. Hopefully we're talking about three points for the Rams and we will see you then. Thank you.
1: The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery.